This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Pages Dynasty podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brown. With me are my both my brothers this week. Steve Brown, how's it going? Good, good. And, back to and, be, glad to be back in the saddle. Yeah. Yeah, I missed last week because we had some uh, family emergencies. We had to bail, but we're back here and we're back with everybody. Uh, Steve Brown, you're doing um, uh, puppy prep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, puppy pick up day. This time, next, next episode, we'll have a little dog joining us. Oh, fuck yeah. That won't be obnoxious at all. Yeah. Speaking of obnoxious, <laughs> welcome, Greg. Yeah. The day oh, I have to listen to a fucking dog in the background is the day I quit this podcast. <laughs> this, is our, this is our final episode with Greg. Thanks for joining us. Uh, but Steve and I were talking before you joined, Greg, and um, I think that at this point, it's almost like a Pavlov's response for the listeners because they, when you're here, they know that like this is a game worth watching. Yeah, especially I, when they find out that you even I, watched this entire I watched game. the whole game, yes. start to finish. So because tell us which one it is. What what do we want? What are we talking about tonight? The the folks out there will remember it as the Big Willie fourth down stop on the goal line and then run down the center of the field in the RCA dome, pointing to the heavens. <laughs> A legendary game in Patriots lore. Yes, so this is 2003, week 13, as the Patriots will travel to, was the R, is it the RCA Dome? Yeah. Is yep. it still the RCA so, right. Dome? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was that. I don't know if it still is, though, is it? No, it's Lucas Oil Field now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's always a completely different stadium, too, right? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so the Patriots uh, at 9-2 and two travel to Indianapolis by the Colts, who are also 9-2. and two. For battle for, I think technically second place in the AFC because aren't the Chiefs like ten and one? They were undefeated up until last week. Yes, yeah. Um, but the Colts are tied with the Titans um, for at nine and two in their division. Patriots are uh, a couple games up. They're uh, over the Miami Dolphins, who are eight and four, um, and they will be playing each other next week. So. A lot on the line for this, uh, kind of home field advantage through the playoffs, maybe that sort of stuff. And just kind of like the first real marquee battle between Brady and Manning, right? Because they've played before, but they haven't really been. Yeah. That was like real early Tom Brady in 2001. The first game of Brady, right? Yep, his yeah, first, first game. Time. And then also the David Patton game like two weeks later. Yeah, they were both early in that season. Yeah, that's right. Um, I have, I want to put a correction out there though. Cause on the last episode, I said, I don't remember who we play in the playoffs in this year. <laughs> Watching this game. I remember because this is the year Manning and McNair share MVPs. Correct. And both of them are in the same division. They're both doing awesome this year. Yeah. Yeah. Peyton Manning this year was like prime Peyton Manning. And what did he do? He did, uh, 4,200 yards, 29 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Which, and this is still 2003, so they hadn't even changed the rules yet, which I think we will get to at the later on in this season. 
to yeah. allow um, wide receivers free releases and less contact on wide receivers. They still throw him for 4,200 yards and 29 touchdowns. Pretty good. Yeah, uh, this team uh, is stacked. Yeah. And, and for uh, comparison's sake, Tom Brady in 2002, the year before this, led the league with 29 touchdown passes. So this is like league-leading numbers here. It was sort uh, of like the Patriots offense 07, like where he's just like dominating a little bit, control the ball a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like Greg said, this is a, a loaded team, kind of on both sides of the ball. Uh, more so, obviously more so on the offense, but there's some names that you'll recognize in the defense too. Uh, leading rusher, Egren James, ran for 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns. Good season for a team that's been slinging the ball to 4,000 yards and 29 touchdowns. Um, but the other end of that connection, obviously Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. Marvin Harrison, uh, 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns, and zero witnesses this season. Uh, Reggie Wayne, second lead receiver, 838 yards, and another seven touchdowns on top of that. So they were scoring in bunches, this team. Uh, how'd they do? They, oh, they, they would end Pollard, up finishing. Pollard and Clark at tight end. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, and also rookie, what's his name? That tight, um, rookie Dallas, Dallas Clark. Clark. Yeah. Dallas Clark, yeah, I saw that. Who, unfortunately, in this game, goes down with a real bad ankle injury, which yeah. turned out to be... Season ending, right? A Broke fractured fibula. It had to be season ending. Mm. Yeah. So I don't think he played much after, after was, this he game. He was a beast later. Oh, yeah. Um, their draft this year was actually pretty good because they got him in the first round. Robert Mathis, who... Also really good. Yeah, defensive end, played really well. And then Cato June as well, the linebacker from Michigan. Oh, Cato. All and three would go Freeney. to at least is one like, pro ball. This has got to be early for Freeney, right? This is Freeney's sort of like just coming on the scene right now too. Uh, so he like had like, he had 13 sacks in 2002. This is the middle of his pride. So he went 13, 11, 16, 11. So yeah, four straight years of 10 sacks each. Yeah, and he was drafted the year before in 2002, like you said. Yeah, so it's his second mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Wow. And that dude is fast. I remember, like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, he, he was he was fast, and Matt Light always had a problem with him. But you just forget how fast he actually was. Yeah, like it was like the one of the first snaps of the game, and he just blew by Matt Light as if he was just standing still. It was incredible how quick he got the ball. Wicked good too. His yeah. jump was oh, yeah. real. And it's like I think the AstroTurf. Yeah. Everybody looked so goddamn fast on the Astro. Oh my god, <laughs> Mike ridiculous. Cloud looked untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on this, yeah. This, it just yeah. looks awesome in general. Like. I understand that it's better to play on like this fake yeah. grass now, but the turf with like the bright green popping the against like green, the jerseys yeah. and like everyone looks fast and they're about to like and everyone's super clean too because it's yeah. just on carpet. So yeah, it they looks don't awesome up their jerseys. Yeah, the colors definitely popping. Reggie Bush ruined it for everyone when he tore his ACL. Fucking Reggie Bush. So how do the Colts do this year? Well, you forgot one important player. Oh, yeah, I was going to get to him in a second. Mike Is it the guy? same? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mr. Um, perfection. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, all right, let's fuck it. Let's do it. Um, the perfect human being. Hmm. I'll just throw that out hilariously because I didn't actually realize that's the person we missed. 
Yes. No, that's who we're yeah, talking no, about. It, it's, it's him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was looking him up a little bit um, and just kind of like some of the Boston Globe articles the week leading into this. And um, <laughs> there's a lot of talk about how one, he's more than more than just a kicker. He's a football player. Mm. I have a quote here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Vanderjack will always defend himself as a football player, not just a kicker. Quote, I have the full respect of every player in this locker room, he said. And you'll never <laughs> hear Manning, for one, call him, quote, just a kicker again. A kicker seems to be a negative about you, like, oh, you're just a kicker. And that's a negative statement he put on you, Vanderjack said. It's ridiculous. I take pride in being able to tackle guys, throw the ball around, and be an athlete. It's disappointing I get labeled like that. It's changing, but it's been a slow process. Sometimes I talk the talk, but I walk the walk. I'm an athlete, and everybody in here knows it. Well, that's even more ironic, right? Because Manning said exactly that at the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Mike Vanderjack is just a kicker? Yeah, he's like, when, like, Vanderjack was complaining about something, Manning was like, it's a real shame that we got this, like, jackass drunken kicker making comments to the media while I'm here at my third Pro Bowl or something like that. Yeah, well, so here you go. The, uh, I, I don't know if it's the same the same article or not, but it was earlier on. Um, and so I was just talking about how he's, uh, he's Vanderjack's very outspoken. And so it says, when Vanderjack went home to Toronto to do, quote, the score, which I guess is a, oh, a Toronto cable TV show, he said that Manning needs to, quote, show some enthusiasm and that Dungey is, quote, just a mild-mannered guy. Manning responded by calling Vanderjack, quote, an idiot kicker. I mean, I'm in on that. Uh, I still hate him. The incident but, hung over the team in the offseason, but ever since, the Colts have been good and fiery, and they take a 9-2 and record in today's matchup with the Patriots, who are also 9-2. and Nobody in the Colts locker room is apt to say that they are, quote, idiot liquored up kicker, as Manning That's, described yeah. him <laughs> that was what he at quoted. the Pro Bowl last January, had yeah, anything yeah. to do with your success. Yeah, that, that was actually making the rounds today. I watched that clip today. Really? <laughs> yeah, because apparently Mahomes was saying something about not having, like, protection. Oh, he was, yep. Yeah, so there were people throwing that around. Yes. Um, so... But I'm just gonna, he's he's perfect on this yeah, season. He does go. I, I thought you guys like that's thought why it's important because he missed a field goal or something, which he did not. Four for four on extra points, two for two on field goals. Yes, uh, he was also zero for two on tackling Bethel Johnson, though. Yeah, but he was perfect on the <laughs> okay. season. Speaking of which, speaking of which, <laughs> ooh, he's got, ooh, you have a Bethel Johnson audio jersey? medium. I'm wearing a Bethel Johnson <laughs> jersey. What? As we where the speak. fuck did you get that? Did you buy it just know. for this? Because this, it is. It's a B Johnson. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I just think it was a moss wait, that you were just pretending it was a jersey. Yeah. When I when I went downstairs earlier tonight, Kelly was like, "Who's that?" And I said, "I got it personalized." Because I have a big Johnson. <laughs> and I think she half believed it for a second. <laughs> of course she did. She lives with you. Oh, like, B. Johnson. You, Come on. So you did just recently buy this, though? No, I've had it. How long? Uh, I don't know. Probably like, since 2003. Since, since around, yeah, since around this time frame. <laughs> you bought a Bethel. All right. You know what? Good for you. Dude, Bethel? I gotta say, like I, Dude, you're you're right. He does have B Johnson on his jersey. I just, I just checked it on the highlights on Patriots yeah. Dynasty.info. Yep. Yep. B Johnson. 
Yeah. Who was but the I like had this impression of him being like a bust. Ted Johnson. Uh, I think. But he's awesome. He was yeah. more just like uh, he was supposed to be kind of like a, a a good wide receiver and not just a kick returner. But he never really did anything other than kick returning. I think he's had some good receiving games. Yeah, I think he's really impressed me this year. Last game was pretty good. This game he was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it's more because they just haven't had anybody else to put there though. Like you're not going to start like him over Dion Branch. Good plays when given opportunities. He's doing okay. Okay, I lied. He had two catches, seven yards in this game. Right. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna. But he also had like two yes. of the biggest plays of the game. Right. So, um, right, let's get into the game, I guess. Well, one other note on the the Colts: there are one, two, three, four Hall of Famers on this team. Manning, Harrison, Manning, Harrison. Um, Freeney? No. Uh, not Reggie Wayne. No. No, not Reggie Wayne. Um, he was inducted Edge? last year. Edgerton J- James is a Hall of Famer, which I found really, really? surprising. Yeah. yeah. He huh. got inducted last year. That's, that's like, yeah, that's a bit of a show. And I wanted to bring that up. Like, I never, I never feared Edgerton James as no. a, as an opponent. Like, no. Marshall Falk. You're always oh, like, yeah. what are we gonna do? Like this guy's a matchup nightmare. He's a weapon. He could t- he could just win this game on his own. But I never got that feeling from Ed Kevin Falk is exactly how they felt, right, Andy? Oh yeah, yeah, same thing. But I get what you're saying, Greg. Edger and James was always just like a, you know, he's like a Lawrence Maroney. Yeah, he just never and, showed up in the and big that means he sh- spots. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. I'm with you. I agree. I would be surprised by because he because he never scared Patriots fans. Hmm. <laughs> Well, he's like, yeah, we just put up a ton of stats. We didn't even like put him up in like a pr- unprecedented way without a lot of big wins. Yeah, he ne- he never really showed up in the playoffs that I remember. Manning eventually figured out, but that was way after Edge is gone. Yeah, but like Harrison, yes, right? He could kill you. You were scared of him, Manning. Yes. Yep. Tony Dungy is the fourth, by the way. Yes. That's a shame. Tony Dungy, of course. <laughs> Did Tony Dungy? Yeah, no, like, he has like the same career winning percentage as Belichick. Yeah. I just didn't think I was thinking coaches at all. Really? Mm-hmm. We're talking about the same Tony Dungy? That's correct. 668 winning percentage compared to Belichick's 678. Wow. All right. Getting like half uh, the yeah, he was five and five against the uh, Patriots in his career. The Pats actually started. It was weird because they started like four and one against them, but then they went one and four after that. But they were two and one. The Patriots were two and one in, in the playoffs. Right. Fuck Tony Dungy. Let's get into this game. Yeah. Well, oh, one other head coach though that that is uh, well funny is Jim Caldwell was a QB coach. And QB so whisperer. I guess I guess yeah. If you're a QB coach for Peyton Manning, that means you will eventually get a head yeah. coach job because the original between him line. and Adam Gase. Yep. Just the the eyes on both of them. That's true. Yeah, for right different reasons. That. Because I think um, I think Jim Caldwell almost has that thousand yard stare. Yeah, and where you know how like sometimes sense. dogs just stare at a wall for no reason. I mean, like that's Tony. Dun- that's yeah. uh, Jim Caldwell. Where you start being like, you wake? Yeah, you like, wake? I, yeah. <laughs> 
And, and Adam's got those bath salt eyes, just like that. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, he's awake for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and he sees flies that are in the room that nobody else sees. Yeah. 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 He's tracking. He's smelling colors. <laughs> exactly. You can see sounds. So yeah, Jim Caldwell, uh, head coach. QB whisper. Anybody, QB whisper. any, any coach of quarterbacks that if it's a good quarterback is gonna get labeled QB whisper. It's just Absolutely. It's how the NFL works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buzzword city. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so let's talk about this football game. Yep. Give me a give me a rundown, Brownie, of how so, this kind of who's Brownie. You're... Never mind. Breezy. Breezy. You're Steve. Steve, let me get this one. Okay. I watched this game. I'll have you know. <laughs> I'll have you know. So this game was famous for the, the stop at the end, but the whole game was just wild in itself. And yeah, actually, should I, we give this a, a watchability score? Sure. All right. This is a very entertaining. Yeah. So out of season. out of six Lombardies. What would you give this? I'll give it a five. five. Yeah. 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 I'd give it even a, yeah. five. I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, the only reason not six is because it's not a playoff game, I think. Mm-hmm. But nine and two teams going at it all the way to the end. In exciting Man, Manning, Brady, Manning, Comes Brady factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a shootout, too. The, the final mm-hmm. score ends up being 38 to 34 Patriots. Yeah. So it was a points fiesta, and really, it could have been a devastating loss for the Patriots. This, yeah, when I was watching it, the part that surprised me was how many opportunities the Patriots squandered to just like stomp on the Colts' throat and put this game away for good. Yeah, and oh, yeah. it's I I I when I thought of like the Colts comeback game, I was thinking of the AFC championship game they lost, right? Mm. I always got these two oh, games mixed up. Six, I believe. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't, yeah, yeah. I, really it's like kind of similar to that game, except the Patriots pull it out in the end, but the Patriots go up 31 to 10 late in the third quarter. Yeah. Give up that touched. lead, get it back. And then the fourth down stop comes on basically the last play of the game. Yeah. Uh, but the Colts had also already Come, this was the season where remember they were playing the Bucks and they were down yeah 35 14 with five minutes left in the game and they came back and won it like 38 35 and that I like, watched the fourth quarter of that game yeah me too <laughs> oh no before not for this generally I, I watched it before like two weeks ago I just like stumbled across it on YouTube and I was like oh yeah I remember hearing about this Monday night game yeah it was insanity bananas yeah they they literally came back from was that three touchdowns down with five minutes left? It, and it was twenty-eight. Was it was twenty-eight to seven. No, that's the other thing is it. They, nope. it, it was twenty-eight to seven to start the fourth. It was thirty-five fourteen with four minutes and sixteen seconds left. Yeah, and then they tied it up with still a minute thirty-seven left on the clock. <laughs> In less than three minutes, they fucking scored twenty-one points without turnovers. Just like right. bombs. It was yeah. just. It, it was kind of like just clinical too. It was just Peyton Manning, just yeah, just wow. doing his thing, yeah. and it and it just all of a sudden when it clicks, that's what happens. You score yeah, three touchdowns in, in yeah. a couple of minutes. Offensive perfection. Yeah, and uh, 
to Greg's point, they kind of did that again in this game. Because like you were saying, the Patriots went up, was it 31-10? Let's not gloss 31, over 31-10. That. That's kind of yep. whooped them up. And then Peyton Manning had nothing in the first half. He was not playing yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, the page in the first half, the Manning's first drive, he got strip sacked on third down. He was like, they were confusing him. You could definitely right tell that, that he had no idea what was going on. He's holding on the ball a lot longer than you ever seen Manning do. Yep. And Vrabel just like hunted him down, came all the way around, looped around, just got him blindside in the back. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Um, which the pages immediately turned into a Mike Cloud touchdown run. Did Steve you see Brown? that Pepper Johnson clip of him stoked about that? <laughs> yeah, Pepper uh-huh. Johnson. Oh, man. He was. Heights yeah. City. The names in this game, I think, is another reason why this is a five Lombardi game. Fucking Pepper Jones. Wait, are you talking about like the obscure names on the Patriots? No, just the fact that all these huge names played in this game. Okay. Because <laughs> there's also a bunch of fucking nobodies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the, t- the people that score touchdowns for the Patriots, Mike Cloud. Yep. Who the fuck, Mike Cloud? Diedrich Ward. <laughs> Yeah, Dietrich Ward, who Dietrich Ward, yep. He played last week. Yeah, he had a couple catches there. JJ yep. Stokes is out there. JJ Stokes. JJ fucking Stokes. Yeah. I had no clue that JJ Stokes played for the Patriots. Right? This is what happens when you miss a fucking podcast. We were talking about this last week, Greg. We yeah. JJ fucking Stokes, dude. No, yeah. last week. From last week, San Francisco. JJ Stokes and yes, Dietrich Ward were basically starting at wide receiver. JJ, JJ Stokes was the man. Yeah. You had, a, you had a like 35 yard bomb. Yeah. And Dietrich Ward did the same in this game. Which is fucking he snapchatted it to you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, but I just delete those. Oh, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. don't even watch them. No, you actually have you have killer Snapchat, Steve. Those ones where you make your face ugly. Oh, yeah. I screenshot them every time. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're hilarious. Album, dude. dude, they're hilarious. The kickstart oh. when you open a beer and you pretend to rev it like a fucking motorcycle. That, those are funny, too. Those are sweet. <laughs> yeah. I like it because your girlfriend looks disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very. It's like, oh, it's not this again. <laughs> you can just see it just like slowly leaving her eyes, like just like, yeah. accepting it eventually. You yeah. can just yeah. see the love mm-hmm. fading. Mm. Speaking of a love fading, the shine went off the Patriots. Like that, Andy? That was pretty good. Um, yeah, but like even this this whole first half was just all Patriots, it felt like. Like yeah. They put up uh, 10 points in the first quarter and then they're another touchdown like right as the second quarter starts and the Colts haven't scored yet. So it's 21, no, 17, it's, nothing. Yep. Colts score a field goal. That field goal, they almost had a touchdown. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Absolute filthy move from Marvin Harrison. Yeah. He's pretty fucking good. He, he was, he was good. taking advantage of Eugene Wilson as when he's a safety. Remember, he's a college yeah. cornerback they drafted, moved him to safety his rookie year, and this is his tenth or eleventh game. Yeah, he had Harrison a was tough game in coverage in this game. I, I thought he was scrappy though. He like made a couple good <laughs> plays say, too. Like, you have his jersey, Greg. I well, no, yeah, he, he made got a couple in good, this game. I agree. No, he's actually well, he's that's out. why I think I liked him is because even though he wasn't, he's like uh, Butler, Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Where he might not oh, okay. be the most talented player, but he you could tell like he was taking it personal if something yeah. and he played with anger where like every tackle coming in like hard and being like, yeah, okay, yeah. if I'm gonna fuck up, I'm gonna fuck up hard. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I, I respect that in a player. That's fair. Um 
But I, I think we should probably talk about the end of the first half in this game because like this just again is kind of another point of like this is how exciting this game was because the Colts scored right at the end of the half. There's like Manning threw a touchdown to Pollard uh, with 12 seconds left in the in the half. And that pulls it within was it 17 10. So you know it's it they close it so it's cool they're gonna Colts are gonna get the ball back. Yep, Cl- crowds roaring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're they're starting to get some momentum. Fire. Yeah. And uh I just want you to hear what actually no, well, we'll talk about the play first. But um so the 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 Colts kick it off I know Bethel Johnson <laughs> instead of squibbing. It was 12 seconds left, but they just do regular kickoff. And all that happens is um house call. Yeah. Bethel Johnson. See ya fucking later. Bethel Johnson eludes the tackle of noted athlete Mike Vanderjack. <laughs> Big Johnson. To take it 91 yards for the <laughs> touchdown to end the half. Large Johnson. And then <laughs> one of my <laughs> one of my favorite um one of my favorite pastimes of the uh NFL is interviewing coaches as they run into the the locker room for halftime while running. Thanks, Greg. Coach, obviously, you cut it to seven, that big drive, and then a huge reversal momentum. Yeah, that's dumb on my part, kicking the ball deep. Uh, We just got to bounce back from it the second half. We're starting to move the ball. Uh, We got to get them stopped on defense. All right, Coach. (laughs) I mean, he already had a big return earlier, too. He had like a 60-something yarder, like a 65-yarder. No, that comes later, (laughs) which is even better. Yeah, well, I, I just see, like, I, I respect like, that. I like oh, thanks, Greg. Coach, obviously, you cut it to seven, that big drive, and then a huge reversal momentum. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb on my part. <laughs> he couldn't wait to, to get it out. He was like, let, let me reversal let me interrupt momentum. you there. Yeah, that's dumb on my part, kicking the ball deep. One more time. Yeah, that's dumb on my part, kicking the ball deep. Momentum. Yeah, that's dumb on my part, kicking the ball deep. <laughs> Why are you loving yeah. shit that I'm... All right, well, whatever. there's I not just like Tony Dungy and hearing him be yeah. like, yeah, that's dumb on my part. I'm pretty sure I'm Andy just idiot. watches sports not to like root for teams, but to root against teams. Yeah. Uh, I root I against individuals, teams. actually. <laughs> I could, I could give a, I couldn't care less about the team. Is it any individual that's not of the Patriots? Is that how you classify? Um, categorize? Not any, but they all seem to be but not on the Patriots. A yes. large majority, we'll say. Yes. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but if see, if Doug Peterson had said that same exact quote, he'd have a job right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If he just came out and said, you know what? That was dumb. On my part, everybody would have <laughs> yeah. been like, "Okay, I get it. Yeah, fair <laughs> we all we all make mistakes." <laughs> Moving on, so true. Yeah. Didn't happen though. So yeah, so I mean, so now it's twenty four ten, Patriots. Yeah, at, uh, and at halftime instead of seventeen ten, and and like that just took the air out of the place. Yeah, do you see the Patriots fans in the in the crowd going wild? <laughs> Like, yeah, this, like seven of them. <laughs> is there a better feeling than being an away fan and with like a backbreaking play like that oh, where the yeah. whole stadium's like fuck and you're just like yeah, suck They're it. Sorry, Everybody yeah. here suck it. <laughs> Dropping trout and just mooning the crowd off. Oh, dude, dude, I don't know. Una's like real intense and everyone's drunk as shit. It's like and at the end of the game, too. Yeah. Sketch. Yeah, yeah, How's that be sketchy? Dumb fake snap uh, fake spike from Roethlisberger. Oh yes. On to end the game. At Pittsburgh, they were so mad. <laughs> well, that had the added anger of the the Jesse James touchdown they took off the yes. board. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that was that was beautiful too. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get to that one. But it's such a it's such a roller coaster of emotions where you're bummed out, everybody around you's happy, and mm-hmm. then in 12 seconds yeah. you're ecstatic, and everybody else is. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like my roller coaster <laughs> kicks that up incline. There's this yeah. drop down from underneath. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Great. And I mean, it's a huge difference, right? Instead of 17, 10 going to the half, it's 24 to 10. Right. It's exactly. a whole different game. Yep. And then the Patriots stop the Colts first drive and then score another touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's, it's 31, 10 and you know, we're two drives into the, into the second half. Warm up the bus. Yep. And then literally the next drive, uh, Manning threw another interception. And this is where like it started to feel for me, like how is this so close? Because yeah. that, that was like two plays later. So the, the page is up 30 with nothing. And they're, they're like harassing Manning and he's thrown his, you know, his, it's his second turnover of the game. And it's getting cloudy out there. He's in yeah. dark clouds. He, he was, he was looking shook. Yeah, he was cloud, multiple touchdown games. Really getting dark cloudy out there. You know, <laughs> there's storm blue, brewing. Cause there's a lot of clouds gathering. Yeah. Hey, hey, you, you, get off of my cloud. <laughs> Good one. I had to look that. Yeah, that's a Bermanism. That, that is a Bermanism? Okay. It's a Rolling Stones song, apparently. Yeah. Oh, you don't know the song? Well, I do now. I looked right. it up. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Patriots have first and 10 at the Indianapolis 30, like already inside Six. field goal range, up 31 to 10. Six minutes left in the third. Yeah, you're like, yeah, this game's over. They're yeah, getting the points. F- we're, right. we're, yeah, yeah, a field goal and this game's done. Like any mm-hmm. anything, if like you could just like run the clock out and run it to the one and and get stopped and it's fine. But Brady throws an interception two plays later, and so like it's like never even happened. Whoops. And then the Colts start rolling. Um, they're they're at this point they're pulling all the stops because you have to, right? You're down fucking three touchdowns in the third. So they're going for it on like fourth and nine and converting. Um, and eventually Manning throws a touchdown to Wayne. And I think that was that the one, one Stay of these, one. one one of these were, uh, were really good. They were really Tommy good. Tommy toe taps. The, the, that, the, yeah, one, yeah. the Wayne one was a little toe tap in the corner of the end zone. It was a nice catch. Oh, no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. You're thinking of the drop in the bucket to Marvin Harrison in the back corner? Maybe it was one where like it looked like it was going to be a quick slant, and then he got to the middle field and took straight off uh, up the seam the same, instead. It was the same route actually that he fooled Eugene Wilson on earlier. Yeah, and Eugene Wilson went the wrong way both times, and one yeah. Manning just overthrew him. The second one he made it. Yeah, it was the exact same route. So yeah, God, so this Manning this, was so good. He was. <laughs> he was so fucking good, man. Yep. Because it, it, I, you remember this feeling too of what, playing against Manning, where you'd be like. Oh boy, we're like, just thirty-one. Yeah, exactly. Don't the start, but he'll figure it out eventually. What you're yeah. trying to do to, him, and then he knows the counter to it. And then Similar once to he gets Patrick it, Mahomes this year or yeah, lately, yeah. Mahomes is like the same way. Yeah. We have to score here because we're only up three touchdowns. Right. And Brady right. was the same way though, you know. But I think sometimes you'd be down, be like, "Oh, Brady will figure it out. He'll figure out what they're doing, and we'll get it going." Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's true. I think Mahomes and, and Manning have more of like the this could all fall apart really fast. Yeah. Like it, it could be like two touchdowns in four plays. Yeah. Don't let them score thing, you know? once. Cause once they score, like you've opened the floodgate sort of thing. Whereas Brady, Brady was always just like Brady will, he'll never really get down by that much. Cause he'll always find a way to just like 
claw back and hang in there until the end. You know, I mean, Brady always got, I think Brady does get the lucky plays a little bit and not lucky plays with turnovers and like help from the defense and special teams to, I mean, even in this game, a bunch of big returns from Bethel, you know, to build them out of some dumb picks. Yeah. I mean, this was still early in his career, so he was still throwing those dumb picks, but like when's the last time you remember him doing that recently? He doesn't throw those anymore. But like, I feel like you can never really count Brady out no matter how, even like the Atlanta Super Bowl, the the other one that comes to mind is the Bills, you know, where they're up a ton in the fourth quarter and McKelvin fumbles a kickoff return when he could take a knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a bunch of other shit around that game. The Broncos. The 49ers one, it was the same. It just didn't break their way. Right. Yeah, against yeah. Kaepernick on that Monday night. Yeah. Yep. That game was ridiculous too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but you know, but this game was the opposite. Brady gets the ball back and immediately throws another pick. Mm. Oh, what the fuck? And then Manning, I think I think it was on the first play, throws another touchdown to Harrison. That's what you're talking about where Eugene gets beat. Yeah. And so that's 14 points in like four plays. Yeah. Like total, including the Patriots plays, you're like, ah, shit. Um, and now we're in the fourth quarter, and it's 31-24 instead of 31-10, and the crowd is fucking into it. Um, especially when the Patriots go three and out, and Manning again drives him down, scores another touchdown, and it's tie game, 31-31. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes. That's another, it's just crazy. Like you go, how, how do you lose a 31 10 game with six minutes left in the third? They lost it with 10 minutes left in the fourth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it's a tie game by it's the fucking play yeah. time. Tie, tie game after two drives in the, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> this, this Colts team was like that though. Yeah. But then back to Steve's point, like, you know, Manning scores that touchdown and tie it and the Colts decide, yeah, you know what we're going to do? We're going to kick it to Bethel Johnson. <laughs> And he does the exact same fucking thing and takes it 68 yards. Big See, Johnson. Uh, so I had mixed that up. I thought did Beth must have had a big return in the first half, too. He must have had three big returns. Because I thought this return was that maybe. one. Watching the highlights. He must have had three because Mike he says in the in the half, like that was a dumb mistake. Cause I think Bethel had already had a big return like in the first quarter or so. And he yeah, knew that he had he, a big return. That's why it was dumb of him to kick it to him again to give him a second chance in the first half to have another big return. And then he kicks him again in the fourth quarter, and he has another big return. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think uh, I think he did have he had five returns for 192 yards. He averaged almost 40 yards a return. Yeah, that's three good. Big, big boys. God, yeah, that's a lot. He's the man. He was awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't. He didn't really have any returns in the first half because the Colts didn't score. <laughs> so. Stop uh, fact checking, Andy. No one cares. Fact check. That's a lie. That's the only no. thing ever anybody Take, remembers. Take off number one. Uh, never mind. No game. <laughs> uh, I told you. Um, so yeah. So the Patriots are set up to start at the Colts thirty-two, which is uh, you know a big day. But this time Brady finds Branch for a touchdown, and now we're actually like now that like shit's just like all over the place. Just all over the place. And actually, um, Brady, could you could have actually credited him with uh, one of the earlier Mike Cloud touchdowns because it was a touchdown, but they ruled it out of bounds and the page didn't challenge it. I think it was a 
Maybe Mr. Dietrich Ward or J.J. Yeah, Stokes. J. J. Stokes. Stokes. Yeah, it was J.J. Stokes. Yeah, I was fucking pissed about that. Dude. I know. Yeah. I, like, add him to the list of the yes. Brady touchdown guys. Yes. Yeah. That would have been that'd, be a, that'd be a deep cut on that yeah. list, which yeah. is a bummer. Yeah. And he caught one. He definitely, it was a clear catch. Even yeah. yeah. Why they, they yeah, how they even ruled that out of bounds in the first place is beyond. Because the guy was sitting there, the referee was watching all the way through, and there was, like, no, any reason. So clear. But then the the Patriots didn't even challenge it because they had the ball at the one for whatever reason, and uh, I think it was like oh there was I think it was a pass interference call on the play anyway, in the end zone. So they just gave it to him on the ones. The Patriots were like yeah fuck it we'll just run it. In. And then he almost would pick the next. There's like a tip ball mm-hmm. in the next play. Yeah, yeah. In between that Mike Cloud TD run and that <laughs> right. definite TD from JJ Stokes, they almost turned it over. Yeah, and that and that there could have changed the game too. So mm-hmm. a little bit more luck here. Yeah. Um, yep. But. Uh, the Patriots, again, you know, so they're, they're up again by a touchdown, um, and then they hold the Colts. They stop them on fourth and one. Um, then what happens, Andy? Actually, no, they didn't. Yeah, and then I don't even want to say it because I, I feel like I'm – League MVP. Yeah. No, uh, Dynasty MVP. Kevin Falk <laughs> makes Dynasty. a rare, a rare I mistake. That, I thought it was just season MVP. No, early, early Dynasty MVP. Oh, I didn't know you were saying he he's the MVP of the whole early dynasty. Oh yeah. That seems rich. Give okay. me give me somebody else. Uh, Teddy Bruce. <laughs> rich as in like hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. Without Kevin Falk, Tom Brady doesn't put up those numbers. Okay, but he fumbles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Pedro's starting at their own eight and he fumbles. Yeah. So absolutely, uh, the Colts starting at the New England eleven go three and out and settle for field goal though. And not like, great, Phil. Not great. Not great. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the announcer's like, "We're definitely going for the uh, the touchdown here, right?" Out yeah. Comes the field goal again. <laughs> and uh, noted athlete uh, Vanderjack kicks a, a field goal to stay perfect on the season. Um, I watched that highlight while we were talking. He definitely thought he could tackle Bethel Johnson and then realized about the 30-yard line that Bethel's way too fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's running you know, for he it. But... Turn, he gets his hips turned, so he comes back around. And I'll just catch him on the angle. Nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. There's no angle that, that works out that you're going to catch him. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, that was a huge stop by the defense, number one, because you're still up a touchdown, and but you – you know, you're starting on a short field. The Colts are starting on your 11-yard line. And to hold the Colts to a three and out and make them kick a field goal. So now it's 38-34. Um, and so the Patriots at this point are just like, fuck it, we're just going to run the clock, right? They're doing whatever they can. Uh, actually, no, they weren't running the clock. They were like they should have because there was only a few minutes left, right? But they came out throwing it with like five wide. Yeah, another which, suspect decision by Belichick. Little strange. Uh, I'd say Charlie Weiss, but yeah, okay. Um, and then which, he throws, Brady throws what? That, that would have been the worst pick I've ever seen Brady throw. Hits a guy directly in the hands. Uh, a right. linebacker directly yeah, in right the in chest the, between the numbers. The guy drops it. With nobody with a fucking million yards of them. Yeah, real bad. And you're trying, him. you're holding on to a four point lead with fucking two minutes left. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? fuck are you doing yeah, like and the only reason it's like a four-point lead is because your defense held after your last toner turnover when they saw on the 11 yard line yeah and they cut the, they have a cut of belichick here and he looks worried 
Yeah. The most, maybe the most worried I've ever seen Bill check on the sideline was this guy here. He's like, oh, shit, we're about to give the ball yeah. back to Peyton Manning. It, it felt a lot like the uh, fourth and two game. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you just can't yeah. give the ball back to Manning. Yeah. Um, maybe this, this, maybe, maybe, yeah, this had something to do with that. I, I bet. bet it did. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, maybe this has something to do with what they do against the Seahawks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where instead of like, okay, let's try and like let him score or whatever, he's like, all right, let's make a stop deal, you know? Yep. And like to keep the pressure on because like these are like pretty high pressure, like play calls and all that. Mm-hmm. He's definitely yep. getting down to it. Like, oh, yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of Charlie Weiss, I I was thinking about this the other day, kind of as I was watching this and like through these few seasons. And I forgot how kind of exciting, I guess, the play calling was. Like Charlie Weiss used to call a shit ton of trick plays and like all sorts of like gadgets and just like movement all over the place. He never really knew what was happening. So I was thinking, how would you rank Tom Brady's offensive coordinators? So you've got... You got four. You got Charlie Weiss, Bill O'Brien, Josh McDaniels, and Byron Leftwich. Hey, Byron Leftwich was Byron. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, right notice I, I can barely say that without. I think laughing. Byron Leftwich is good. Wait, you think so? Our offensive. Wait, players? I thought fucking what's his name was who? Eric Bieniemy. He's the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. Oh yeah. Okay. Idiot. Wait, 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 wait. I'm still wrapping up. Byron Leftwich was the OC of the Patriots. Nope. No, he's Tom Brady's right now. Ah, yeah. Who cares? Fuck him. Uh, Yeah. We've only had three offensive coordinators. Yeah. Yeah. McDaniels has been there forever. I mean, you have to say McDaniels is the best one, right? Yeah. I'm with Greg. I, mm, and then obviously Weiss and then Bob at the back. Yeah. I put, I put Bill O'Brien at the bottom. Well, just above Byron Leftwich. Is any offensive coordinator that, yeah, uh, that's not really Byron Leftwich's offense. Let's be real. Oh, I think it is in the fact that they run it directly up the middle on first down. It's just like every Brady, single time. Brady's the one calling the plays in essence of that offense. Maybe he's calling all his plays of the lines. Not like people like do, Brian. Uh, people like Byron Leftwich, though. No, I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but I'm saying at this point, yeah, Brady's, why? Brady's, Brady's offense. That's why? I don't know. Maybe he's a good coach, Andy. Did that ever cross your mind? No. Mm. Well, yeah, but then I I, 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 I saw his game plans and and that quickly left my mind. Uh, what game plans? Were you a fucking X and O's guy? All right, all right let's yeah. Let's, Would you? What you watch the fucking? I watch you all twenty twos, hey. baby. You watch you all twenty twos, and he's Byron Leftwich. Didn't even run recognize it. Running up the middle on first down. Didn't even adjust to the cover two. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Hang a braid up to dry with these bullshit calls. <laughs> Did you see that video of Mike Vanderjack waving the towel around, acting it up on the sidelines? No. Right at this time, right when they kick it back and they and the Colts get the ball back. Really? After the Patriots just throw it three times. There's All a little right. clip of Mike Vanderjack, you know, playing a little cheerleader on the sideline. Fucking cool. With his earrings in. Yeah. Oh, yes. Those huge fucking studs that he plays football. He looked like he was about to go to the club. He's going to drop his shoulder pads off and <laughs> the club real quick. <laughs> getting some tight leather let's go uh, yeah so this but this is speaking of leather this is where this is where the the rubber hits the road um so patriots thankfully don't have an interception and have to punt it but not a great punt again because you know this is ken walter uh ken walter, fuck you is my note 
What do I have? Uh, my note yards. is can't punt it out of his own half from the 20. 18 <laughs> yards. I know how this game ends and I'm still livid. Like I was like my blood pressure was rising at this point. Yeah. I knew they won this game. And I'm still like, you got to be fucking kidding me. 18 yards at, at this fucking moment. You can't. You're given uh, fucking Peyton Manning who scored three touchdowns in three drives. Uh, the ball with 257 left at the New England 48 is where this drive started. You want to start, Jay? They never make it this easy. That's like fucking. <laughs> yeah. That that quote from Pete Carroll in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? When the mic'd up, when they're when he says to Russell Wilson, he's like, got oh, two yeah, minutes yeah. left, 50 yards. They never make it this easy. I fucking right. I love that quote. I mean, it's there. I mean, I bet they practice it all the time, two-minute drill, and they usually make it a lot harder than that. I know, but just the, the Pete Carroll, I'm the optimist. This is, this is going to be great. It's just, yeah. it, it warms my heart to see his just completely shattered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to watch him fail when he's that positive. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like Pete. Everybody knows that guy at work, you know? The one that's uh, just yeah. like, come on, guys. If we all pull together, we can do this. It's like, shut Happy the fuck up. Happy day, guys. Yeah, this sucks, dude. Yeah. Like, fuck <laughs> so try to cheer me up. It makes me even more mad. Just, just look for the silver lining, guys. See, I'm not look at all the stuff that. we're I'll, learning. I'll be that guy in your life. How about that? Just so you get it outside of work, too. <laughs> yeah, but Steve, I know I you don't mean it. I know in your heart of hearts, you're a pessimist. No way. I have fucking an optimistic phrase tattooed on my body. Yeah, sing it to us. <laughs> That's a good sing. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> 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 the <bodies hit> the <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming. No, see, done. Some, some stab your granny music. They're fucking right. Stab your granny music. Mm. For that those song listeners was... at home, if you had to guess a genre of music that Andy likes, <laughs> <laughs> what would you think it would be? <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're getting at, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Explain yourself. Well, Delightly referred to as stab your granny music. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what one of my roommates yeah. called it when I yeah. when he I learned st- what I listened to. Speaking I still make granny. my playlist called stab your granny <laughs> music every time I put one together. It's well put. Peyton Manning is the uh, guy in Scream and the rest of the grannies in the house are the Patriots defense. No? I, I didn't follow that. No, that was, yeah. was a bridge too far. Me. He goes... Edrin, five yards. Reggie Wayne, 13 yards. It's about to be a two-minute warning. He hurries him up, runs a drop light, which, great idea. Mm, they never make it nine yards. easy. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, so they're starting a two-minute warning. Yeah. Second and one from the Patriots, 21. Yeah. Need a touchdown to win. Yeah. And and it's have, really the fucking box game all over again where it's like, you go from trying to come back to like, well, maybe we should burn more time. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, those are I love those coaching decisions. Those are tricky. Oh, wicked hard. Yeah. Do we let them score? You know? Try to get the ball back and give. Where you're like, do we just do we just take the score? Yeah, or do we like you know try and burn some clock here? Uh, you take. I feel the like score. you get that a lot Spoiler in the modern away. game. Yeah. Spoiler: You take the score. And then you fucking, you squib kick it so that fucking Bethel Johnson doesn't return it. You let Brady throw another pick. That's what you do in this situation. Mm, that's true. Or or if you're fucking uh, Tony Junji, which um, 
you know, what what does he have to say about it for himself? I wonder. We have a post game quote for Is him? it dumb on my part? <laughs> Thanks for ruining it, Greg. Uh, Thanks, Greg. Coach, a- obviously, you cut it to momentum. Yeah, that's dumb on my part, kicking the ball deep. Uh, momentum. Yeah, that's dumb on my part. Uh, so yeah, he didn't, uh, he, he didn't just go for the score, but I, I think to exonerate him, I don't think he had anything to do with this last, uh, this last little bit. This is all Peyton I mean, Manning. He's got to be feeling good. Yeah. His all Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning has a ball on the 21 with from a play call timeout. He has, he has a timeout in two minutes to gain 20 yards and score a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, at this point, the way they've been playing the second half, they've been zipping and zapping it all over the field. It's kind of like a done deal. Yeah. And they drive right down to the one yard line. So yeah. they're at nine the, yards to Marvin Harrison, edge up the middle for seven yards. Yeah. One yard run. Yeah. So now now it's first and goal from the New England two yard line, 40 seconds left. So you got four bangs at this. And uh they kind of I mean, Manning had some excuses after the game, which we'll get to. Um but first and goal from New England two, the Colts run up. Uh, quick snap, run to the right, and it gets stopped. Um, and then they line right back up. Uh, quick snap, run straight straight up the middle, gets stopped again. Then they call a timeout. Third and goal from the one still, 18 seconds left. And at this point, uh, after the game, Manning was talking about how it was uh, the fault of injuries. Like the Injuries is the reason they didn't score here. Uh, where is it? To be fair, Here we go. I like his call on the two quick runs. Like you got him on the heels a little bit. You know, you're on the one yard line that's down there. You just run it real quick and see if you can get it in. It's what Brady does. Yeah, you you run to the line and don't let the the defense the yeah. defensive Reset line like get set up and get like dug in. And you just snap the ball real quick. And they did it twice. And it didn't work. It's great, fine, it doesn't work. But um, the quote from Manning after the game was. Sometimes we've done things like that in the past when we've just punched it in before they, the defenders have a chance to get set, Manning said. We got down to the one, and I called the timeout, thinking we're going over the side and that we're going to go get into our goal line offense. But when I got over there, we didn't have a goal line offense because the whole team is hurt. We had no fullback and no tight end. That's what it came down to. We had no personnel op- options. We had to stay with our three-wide offense due to injuries. Even because of, so, of Clark getting hurt, your fucking play call I can't guess. be throw the fade to Moorhead. <laughs> yeah, that might be worse than, than throwing a slant with yeah. fucking Moorhead and throw. You deserve to lose. Yeah, not a good decision, but I guess he was the How tallest receiver. Like fucking season. But and if you're gonna throw that, you do that on this this quick down, right? You run on first down, you run up like you're gonna snap, and you get these guys going. Okay, let's make sure we don't give up this quick run touchdown, and then you fool them by throw. If you call a timeout and then you come out with the fade, like that doesn't work that way, you know? Right. Yeah, because they're they're prepped for it. Like that that defensive back out on that on on that corner knows, you know. It's just me and him. I can. Uh, you, you can sit there and get ready for it and prepare himself for a fade or a slant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Aaron Moorhead, the rookie, who ends the season with seven catches for 101 yards. Let's throw him the fade. Yeah, why and the fuck down, did they throw it to yeah. Moorhead? That's my that's off my a t- off a timeout. 
Right. Yes, you were injured, and you, you have, have Reggie. Marvin you have Harrison. Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Pollard, and Adrian James. Who can catch your ball? That's a great point, Steve. That is a <laughs> it's ridiculous great. call. Throw a fade. I think it's because he's six three, two hundred pounds. Still. And, and he yeah, was, oh yeah, that's what I'm, oh he's tall. We'll just throw him a fade. Greg, you have said this early in this podcast about how that is the dumbest call in the NFL. Yeah, I, am, I hate fades. Now, since you said that, I'm so on your boat because yeah. their chant, their success is not that good. The only time you ever see it is, is a, a success is uh, when you throw it to Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, because he's just massively he's bigger than anybody like a covering him. Linebacker, you know, a receiver on a cornerback. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cornerbacks yeah. winning most of those. Yeah. But even then, it always looks difficult. Yeah, like yes. even oh, when yeah. Gronk would catch him, it'd be like, "Whoa, that was a tough catch!" Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's always a circus catch. You're right. Yeah, I agree. So it's fourth and one. Fourteen seconds left. Oh, oh, we didn't even mention the fact that um, earlier on in this drive, I think I don't remember exactly when it was, but Willie McGinnis goes down hurt. With yeah, was, so oh. Willie makes a stop. Air, air quotes hurt. Does the run. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, was he, well, he said he had cramps and Belichick said he had a knee problem. He had a knee issue <laughs> after the game. They were the, the crowd didn't, didn't get on the same page on that one. Fucking Christ. Me. Didn't fucking matter. <laughs> so, but he, he recovered in time because uh, this was, was not part of these four plays. I don't think it was, it was earlier in the drive. So, I think it might've been right before, they called the timeout when they tried to do those first two quick runs. I don't know if he was in there or not. He wasn't. No, uh, they Matt because I wrote down. Yeah, they Matt Chatham was in there instead, and so I think the first play they ran at Matt Chatham, and Bruski made the tackle. Bruski made both those tackles. He did. Yeah, on the first and the second down play. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Low key MVP Bruski. He's solid. Uh, have I did like change. Have they changed like, that rule? High tower like plays right there. Those two tackles. Because those should have been quarterback and runs, and even Manning said, you know, in his post game, we've had a lot of success doing that. But yep. Teddy's playing high tower and making the clutch runs back to back plays. Right. Yeah. And I like that the um, the commentators are talking about how Teddy Bruschi was the first small linebacker to have success in the NFL. Yeah. A fucking small Teddy Bruschi. Monster now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Teddy Bruschi was about six one two forty seven. So he's not tall. He's pretty hefty. Uh, he, yeah, he's like, bigger yeah, than I am. He's actually, it's pretty light. He's lighter than I thought he would be. I mean, 247? Yeah. That's not light, dude. But, like, generally guys now are, like, 6'2", six 6'3", six in, that, in that weight. Yeah. For, so, for I mean, but I, I guess he was kind of, like, small. Uh, compared to the linebackers before that, you know? The Willie McGinnis, if you will. These right. big fucking... The Ted Johnsons of the league. The fucking massive... Shit stoppers. Um, yeah, four than one, 14 seconds left. And the Colts decide. Edgar James up the middle. That's the call to make. And McGinnis had, uh, I don't know if I wrote the quote down or if I grabbed it, um, talking about the, like how he played that play, where basically he's like, I know I'm coming in. I, I'm just like, I'm selling out on the run, but I don't want, Manning to know that so he turned and like turned outside to the wide receiver so it looked like he was going to hit him before he came and then he turned back and, and Manning like just assumed he was going to be in coverage and so when 
William McGinnis came back, he he saw that Manning had like I don't know, tapped his butt or some sort of like signal to know to to say that he was running the ball. And so that's what keyed off William McGinnis to just come like screaming off the edge and caught Edgar James, what, two, three yards in the backfield? Yeah. Like he didn't even make it to the pile before he got tackled. Untouched. Oh, yeah, completely untouched. Feels like it was a breakdown in blocking. It wasn't good. But I don't know enough about football to know whether that's true. I watched the All-22, Greg. Sitting on his knees. Well, Peyton Manning didn't shift the protection after the fucking motion, so, yeah. I mean, if you look closely, the tight end on that side crashes down. He's in the three technique, as you can see here, that I've circled. <laughs> I mean, he's not. He's exactly standing up in, in what looks like he's going to be in coverage, but literally just comes, like, screaming off the edge, untouched. And, I mean, he's uncovered on that side there's no like tight end over there anyway um so yeah it was just like the perfect play call the perfect execution on defense and and, and big willie the I perfect guess. celebration a- iconic celebration yeah and high stepping manning face we just can't really see it because he's on his knees as willie's running by him with his finger up and mm. you, can, you can just think about the manning face on him right there yes just Oh, and again, this is the second point in this game where if you're a fan, a Patriots fan at this game, you are just ecstatic. The shift of emotions. You went from like, yeah. you're, you're like, I can't believe we're going to lose this game to, we fucking did We fucking did <laughs> <laughs> And really, you want to do the same thing that William McGinnis is doing is just yeah. fucking just run. stepping you down. You have so much field. energy that you just yeah. want to, you know, I love that feeling. Oh, it feels so good. Where you're like, I, I just want to move. Yeah, <laughs> so excited. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, let's see. Anything else about this game that stuck out to you boys? We want to do best uh, and worst. Uh, I can give you some stats first if you want to do that. Sure. I have some notes on Marvin Harrison. All right. Let me give. Let me do. Uh, save that for another day. But all right. Let me do the nerd section here. Um. Peyton Manning's last three home games versus New England. Like he hasn't done very well in New England, but at home against the Patriots coming into this game uh, in three games, 789 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions and a rating of 121.9. That's pretty good. That's fucking ridiculous. He's fucking dome merchant, but still he's the best at it. Um, One of my favorite offense stats uh, they showed was the Colts offense, their their ranks in 03. They were ranked first in passing, 28th in rushing. And second yeah, overall. Like, why would you, you know, pass why would you run the ball when you got Peyton Manning to pass it? But Ed Green James still ran for twelve hundred yards. That's pretty so, good. Even like that, it didn't matter. Um let's see, what is this one? Peyton Manning at home with NFL ranks on the season. First in completion percentage, second in yards per attempt, first in yards per game, second in uh, QB rating. Like just an absolute animal at home. Um, oh, and then they did the. Uh, I, I've been enjoying these. Just looking back at them, the the um, the polls that they put up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this one was what was it, against the the Cowboys. It was who was the coach of the year this year. And Bill Parcells was first and Belichick was fifth. Yeah. 
Nailed that one. Um, and this was which of these AFC teams will be playing in Super Bowl 35, 6, 7, 8, 38? Indianapolis, Kansas City, Miami, New England, Tennessee. I think all those teams make the playoffs. So not like a huge fucking deal, but at least they at least they had the team on there. Cincinnati at the time. Hmm? I think Cincinnati was stoked on that because they've been cracked for a while, right? Yeah. Um, and I believe Cincinnati the week before had just beaten Kansas City for their first loss of the season. So I think Cincinnati's like Six and six, or like right middle of the road, but they had beaten Kansas City or like seven and six. Corey Dillon. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. hear about him later. We sure will. Uh, yeah, so that's those are my main stats. Do you guys want to do best and worst? Mike Vanderjack, 37 of 37 this year. Yeah, on field yeah. goal attempts. Cool, him go. we'll get that's, back to him. The guy we just shit on the whole fucking podcast had a perfect season kicking the ball. <laughs> yeah. How do you do tackling kick returners? <laughs> I don't really noted think athlete. that's his primary job. I think his primary job is kicking field goals. Well, and not according to him. Pretty good at it, you know? Maybe. I have a real best. All right. Um, I don't know how long this is recording is right now, but we've gone this entire fucking time without Andy mentioning the commentators. Mm, they were good said one thing yeah. positive or negative about the commentators that means they were like stupendous yeah they're this is probably maybe the most quality commentated game we've watched and i have a nice uh quote i i bet we have the same one okay <laughs> do you want to say it or do i it was about bethel johnson returning kicks yep and this is why i think there's three big returns because he says something about Slap me in a face with a skunk three times. You know? Oh, no, I wrote it verbatim because it was so good. Okay. Quote, if you slap me in the face with a skunk three times, I'll figure out what it is. Yes. <laughs> Phil Sims said that? Yeah. I like Phil. Well, Bethel Johnson <laughs> breaking off big returns in this game. I mean, yeah. That's... It's about not kicking it to Bethel Johnson. Yes. Which I didn't figure out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like also, the... this game got so exciting that Phil Sims literally fell out of his chair. Yes, he did. Like at one point. Yes, he did. Like, Phil, are you all right? Greg, I was like, Phil, are you all right? He's like, yeah, this game is really exciting. <laughs> it was oh, exciting. are you talking about me just falling out of my chair? You, you And he's like, and Greg Gubble's like, yeah, I'm just going to gloss over that. But it's like, yeah, I, it's so exciting. I fell out of my chair. Good old Phil. Yeah, all right. Yeah, this this was the NBC's A team for sure. It See, was. I like the Brady quote when, the, when Diedrich Ward scored a touchdown. They said, yeah, Tom Brady talked to us last night, and he said, "What a neat guy for us to pick up." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking neat, neat guy. <laughs> Fucking Tom Brady. Yeah. So he, he had still a, his he goober had phase, a isn't relatively it? productive career, more than you would think. Yeah, and now and Tom Brady's shit faced on a boat throwing the Lombardi trophy <laughs> from one boat to another. Like, I didn't watch how, any of that. Look how far that. he's matured. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he kind of peaked and now he's on his way back down again. He's going to be like a super goober. And I know what it is. Yeah. I saw a cut of I him love it. of uh, Dante huddling the offensive line and Brady was listening in. So mm-hmm. once he was removed from his life, you know, then all of yeah. maturity. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Dante Skarnecchia was the, uh, yes, that's exactly the reason. He is the calming force. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got another plus as well. Okay. I believe it was your boy Eugene Wilson who committed a pass interference penalty when he clearly got beat. 
But if he hadn't, it would have scored a touchdown and it put the Colts on the one or whatever. Mm. I was like third quarter or so. And he was just gone. And if he doesn't commit that pass interference, then that's an easy TD. And then they cut to the Colts guy in the stand being like, yeah, we're number one. <laughs> he was just the biggest Indianapolis goober I've ever seen in life. Uh well, that I was gonna save that, but um, <clears throat> that was gonna be my my best. But I will post oh, this, this guy because uh, I, was it this guy with the oh, turtleneck? No, underneath not the, the jersey, no. the the short sleeve turtleneck, obviously underneath the jersey. Yeah, I I had to capture that. I had to pause it and go back and capture this because this is like this is what I picture an Indianapolis Colts fan look like. Oh no, really? he's way too skinny to be from Indianapolis. Oh, that's just that's just here. The picture I get of just like, <laughs> yeah, Peyton Manning, he'll he'll pull it out. That's how we know you don't get out of the state much, Andy. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I don't care. Ben Indian, okay, buddy. Con- congrats. How was it? I, I think it's more was... impressive that I haven't. Uh, and then let's go worse. That it's kind of a two-parter and you know it's the ads and the you know the what we what we got to see on the extra because this took a lot longer because there was no commercials cut out yeah some of them were good there was one about jared uh, as a judge like a judge asked <laughs> jared, jared from subway was in some legal case which i thought was you know yeesh. uh a little awkward for sure yeah there was um, a better one though that i found there's, all right here we go uh, remember when Budweiser commercials were actually funny? Leon, your reactions following today's devastating loss? Football's a team sport, man. So, uh, I gotta put the loss squarely on the shoulders of my supporting cast. Look, man, I've been carrying these guys the whole season, but I can't do it all. I need some help. So, your four fumbles weren't a factor in your mind? Not if one of those other guys would've jumped on the ball. Again, Leon can't do everything. There's no I in team. Well, ain't no we either. <laughs> Again, uh, ironic, it's in the Peyton Manning game, too. Right, exactly. Uh, Peyton Manning and, and Mike Vanderjagt in this. I wonder if uh, and either like, one of them. That would be like, I mean, that would actually probably still play today. And then the Diamond commercials yeah. are the same fucking thing, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, all the car commercials, exactly the same. Trucks and driving through puddles. Yay. When are we getting widescreen? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be coming yeah, soon. Whenever, whenever that we got the first downline, I think this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we saw it for like primetime games last year, but it's like official now for all the games this year. It's in every game, and that's made a huge difference. And widescreen is going to make a huge difference for me too. Yeah. All right. Me too. Greg, Greg, give me your best and worst. Uh, can you go first? I don't have anything. Okay. <laughs> he didn't watch the game. <laughs> I watched. Just from memory, yeah. <laughs> He's been bullshitting us this entire time. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, there's a good Bill Belichick check quote that they came out with. Um, talking to his team before the game because they were getting a little uh, high and mighty because they were nine and two. He said to his team, you want to be compared to that 2001 Super Bowl team? How many games did they win after Thanksgiving? Nine. How many have you won? Zero. Fucking typical Belichick. 
rain on their parade and they're fucking nine and two. Um, and then at halftime, apparently his quote was, this game will come down to who can protect the best at the end, which yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, let's see who else was good in this. Tom Brady started off hot as hell. He was 11 for 11 uh, before he finally missed in the second quarter. Um, Ken Walter already talked about who's garbage. Uh, Tony Dungy is dumb, which talked about. Uh, Peyton Manning, this is the first fumble in the first quarter that he lost in over a year, which I thought was fucking ridiculous. And I think my worst was remembering about the Colts Peyton Manning no huddle offense, where they used to just like not huddle, but Manning would just like call audibles all the time at the line of scrimmage for like 30 seconds. And they put that in Madden and it was the fucking worst because they'd run no huddle the entire time, but then they would sit there and just like drain the clock down with Peyton Manning just calling audible, 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 audible. And then eventually he'd snap the ball. Omaha, Omaha. Just constantly. Yeah, it was brutal to play against. Games took so long. Um, And I've thought this before. I don't think I've said it yet, but Marvin Harrison looks like somebody put the head of a 50-year-old dude on the body of a football player. Like, he's looked 50 years old, like, his entire career. That's true. I don't know if it's the mustache or what it is, or just, like, his facial features. Yeah, it didn't, like, he didn't age either, though. Right, yeah, no, but he always he looked, looked like he's the same age. just 50. Yeah, he never his got any older. Career. I yeah. thought that, too. I, I bet he probably he still looks like that. He's young right now, right? He doesn't look young. Yeah, but he's he probably, man. in 2003, was he, like, 25, maybe? <laughs> but he just looks... He just looks like like a fifty year old. He looks like somebody's dad all the time. Looks like a stone cold killer. <laughs> well, I mean, he did have twelve hundred yards, ten touchdowns, and zero witnesses this year. Greg wasn't afraid of him though. Greg, we'll we'll, we'll tease that for a later episode. All right, Ooh. but I I have a, a I looked into the Marvin Harrison shooting incident. Ooh. All right. Well, we'll do a deep dive next time and, the Colts come to town. I have so a, you are afraid of your thoughts. Just not Edric. Well, you know, I mean, it depends Edric. if he's guilty or not. But well, we'll see. We'll get into the nitty-gritty next time. Yeah, right. There, there's my my best is from that, too. That was so their touchdown, Manny mm-hmm. to Harrison. That was their 66th TD pass from uh, Manny to Harrison. That's a lot. Yeah. Except when you think about where they finished at, the number one combo NFL history, 114 times. God damn. Manning threw touchdowns to Harris. Although Brady and Gronk ought to be catching that. They were at 99 at the time of this writing. Okay. Fe- February 7th, 2021. So, holy shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Three days ago. So, yeah, because that, that includes the, uh, the two. Want to guess Super Bowl. number three? Oh, I'll give uh, you the team. 49ers. Montana to Rice. And Close. Steve, Steve Young, Young Rice. to Jerry Stokes. Rice. Yeah. <laughs> J.A. Stokes. <laughs> 92 times. Philip Rivers to Antonio Gates, 90. Damn, that's a lot. Dan Marino to Mark Clayton, 82. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger to Mr. Big Chest. <laughs> 78. Wow, they didn't even play that long together, did they? 
Pay, pay into Reggie Wayne, 76. Holy shit, he's on there twice. Yeah. Breeze to Colston, which is pretty interesting. Colston, wow. Yeah, you don't really yeah. think of Colston as like a household name. No. And Who's then Aaron. The next one. Uh, he's not top 10. Well, that's the thing. Like Brady has had so many touchdowns with so many different receivers that. Yeah. And you know, also sort of robbed by that. Uh, Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez had it. Just he was like the Antonio Gates, same idea. Yeah. But he has a bunch of quarterbacks, though. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have Phil Rivers. Yeah. It's like uh, Larry Fitzgerald. He has a shit ton of touchdowns, but I don't know if he has 10 from one quarterback at this point. Ridiculous. Um, all right, did you have a worse, Greg? Well, it was uh, one of those games where there wasn't one. Yeah, the, there wasn't one. Just Tom Brady interceptions, maybe. No, but do you want to? You guys want to briefly talk about the Super Bowl that just passed? Uh, I think we could probably do an episode on that, Steve, that on Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl, not on the Patriots. It's certainly not an emergency. No, I think maybe it, uh, it could be like a. After we finish this season, we talk about the pa- Brady winning a Super Bowl with the Patriots in 2003, and then do an episode of 2020 Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know if I want to subject myself to rewatching all that. I don't know. I didn't watch any of the Championship Parade. Did you um, watch? Did were you happy that the Patriots won the Super Bowl, Steve? The Patriots? Yeah. yeah I mean, the fucking Super Bowl, I was. Yeah, I was rooting for Brady for sure. Um, speaking of other podcast related things though, we're recording this on February 11th, 2021. Uh, that is exactly one year from when we launched this podcast. So congratulations gentlemen for making a full year. Yes. What the fuck dude? Why didn't we make a cake? You didn't get your cake. cake. I've been telling you themed podcast (laughs) birthday cakes. Come on. It's a terrible. You, you know what makes great audio? Listen to three dudes eat fucking cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad enough we got to listen to you eat dinner halfway through these fucking things. Well, you know, guys got to live, Andy. What am I going to be malnutritioned <laughs> just for the sake of some fucking podcast? I don't think anybody's going to consider you I tell malnutrition. you what, soup. It's hard to eat quietly. <laughs> so if yes, you heard me know. this episode, I apologize. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those foods. So uh, since I love numbers, I'll give you some. For Since we launched this, we have had 5,886 downloads of the podcast. Mm, that's the same amount of men that have touched your penis, right, Andy? Also true. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's annual, Greg. <laughs> yeah, this is annual, too. This is over a year. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so the, the, the numbers track. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Do we have... I don't know how to use this. Or how many episodes have we done? Oh, boy. We have done a lot of episodes. A guess, Steve. Yeah, give me a guess. Uh, yeah, one week will be 52. We, I know we've done 50. There's no way we did more than one a week. <laughs> uh, That's... Well, we, when we launched, we launched uh, three. Oh, right. We, we pre-recorded a bunch. Mm-hmm. So I think we have actually done one every week except for last week and then over this past Christmas. Uh, so we have one. actually released 55 episodes. This will be 56 right now. We released 50, 56 in, in 12 months. 
That's a surprising people, amount. I hope they don't expect that forever because no, COVID, yeah, no. You know, it's going to end some point. I mean, th- this is very uh, uh, COVID specific. I think the it's the rate at which great. we're going. Well, I, I'm excited to finish this season. Yeah, hey, next season. This playoffs is going to be awesome. Year too. Yeah, this whole thing. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Here we go. Downloads per episode. The most popular episode. Well, I don't know if I trust this. Is week one, two thousand one. <laughs> that's a, that's probably the worst episode too. Was- yeah. Um, but let's see. Uh, outside of the first one, two, three. Week four is not popular. Week one, two, three, and five of the first season. And then it's uh, Tom Brady emergency episode. 149 lessons. That makes sense. Yeah. And then the start of 2002, uh, the emergency episode of when we picked up Cam Newton, 132. Oh, so young, so naive. Yeah. And then a lot of the uh, 2001 playoffs are on here. Uh, Yeah. Where does the Lions game rank? Because that was my favorite. So Patriots at Lions, 125 downloads. 20, 2002 week 13, right? Yeah. So not bad. Yeah, most of these are getting over 100 listens at this point. But Idiots. we did see a bit of a drop, it seems, uh, when the season started. Right around... Uh, actually, I think it was kind of when people realized maybe the Patriots weren't doing great around, around, around November. Things kind of dropped off a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, we're Fairweather fans too, so I understand that. Yeah, no, uh, I think all Fairweather fans will make a podcast about um, watching games from 20 years ago. What are you guys going to do in the offseason now that there's no football? You guys got any, like, hobbies or, you know, planned activities or interests? Bro. Bro, you're 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 a part of my hobby right now. Okay. All right. The, uh, they, this is it, though. They made uh, gambling legal in Virginia, so. Mm. Say no more. You gamble on WNBA. I, I put a fifty dollar <laughs> bet down on the NASCAR shit the other day. Yikes! As you do. How do you say a hundred fifty dollar bet? It was 50 bucks for Denny Hanlon to complete one lap of the Daytona 500 plus 100. Did he? I don't think it's happened yet. <laughs> yes. He's got to have one fucking lap. Of course so find out happen. next week uh, how money. Steve lost 50 bucks. Damn Denny money. Hanlon didn't actually fucking participate in this race, but Steve didn't know it because he doesn't fall no, on they're, NASCAR. They're just giving away money. It's great. <laughs> uh, speaking of next week, what is next week? Ooh. Well, you want to? What else you got going on here, Andy? Let's oh, let's get a peek inside. What else peek we have going door. on? Yeah. What do you, What else are you doing for hobbies? All right. Oh, well, uh, I know you always got a project going on. We got some projects. Uh, there is. I wasn't about to announce it now, but I guess I will. Uh, Going to be a revamp of the Patriots Dynasty website. So that's coming oh, down. Something non-football related, Andy. Non-football related. I. I don't do anything right now. I go hiking. Ooh, hiking. It's fucking cold right now, so I don't do that either. I bought boots. Snowshoes? You could try snowshoeing. I have mom, snowshoes. Mom, mom's getting snowshoes, she said. Right. <laughs> yeah. If we get a bit more snow, I might go skiing. Mm. That's Cross something you can do by yourself. You got any projects around the house going? 
No project around the house. No. No. What about yourself? You got projects around the house? If you need some advice, just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) With your, all, all all those months of uh, experience you have. (laughs) I'll come to you. I built a a bed, like a swing bed for the, uh, my porch. Yeah. And uh, no idea how I'm going to put it up. Uh, No. So it's just sitting in my living room. (laughs) I was wondering where you were keeping that because it's it's literally the size of a bed. like a bed yeah it's a yeah. twin size bed yeah like it's a bed frame that you think mm-hmm. you're gonna hang from the roof of your porch yeah well, build in the wood shit you know just hang it up there yeah if it falls it falls whatever right <laughs> also my other hobby don't hang uh, it too high <laughs> sporkle.com oh gosh uh-huh i don't know what that is sporkle is like a like a quiz. trivia yeah. quiz website. This is actually good for our, our listeners. It's there's yeah. one on there. Like, can you name every player that's got a touchdown from Brady? That one's yeah. like fun to do. Um, I've been doing, I named every country in the world the other day. I'm, okay, I'm working so my way through capitals, which are, are much more difficult. Um, I would imagine right now. My number one country in capital is Djibouti, Djibouti. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, it was deployed there. Djibouti, Djibouti. Where did you get deployed? Djibouti. Oh, yeah, we're in Djibouti. Djibouti, Djibouti. Djibouti, Djibouti. No, I just asked where you got deployed, not Djibouti. Let me see you shake your Djibouti. Yep, yep. God damn. Also, I've made a habit of singing around the house, you know, like the Antigua, Bombay. I just do that, but insert African countries instead. (laughs) Uganda. Rwanda, come on, baby, watch it. <laughs> Kelly hates that. Uh, so I you guess uh, a project for all of us is annoying our significant others. Mm-hmm. We're working on perfecting lifestyle. that. Yeah, That's a lifestyle. We're a year into this, like, not just this podcast, but COVID. Yeah, because we kind this of started point, this at about the same time. Yeah, it's we, like, we a, it's like a method of survival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember going on tape and predicting when it would end. Okay, let's do this now then. Again? For posterity, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So let's say when... I got it. When will you next go to like a Patriots-sized group of fans? So we concert, next go to a professional sporting event? Concerts, yeah, like a, like professional a group sporting event. Like, like 10,000 people, you know, like you're yeah, in a yeah. big-ass crowd. Okay. that's really the test of when it's back, you know? That's what I've been saying too. That's when I know it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so September. This well, September. I mean, you could go to a baseball game this this summer, right? Yeah, but like, when will you be back? To yeah, but well, will that have? So are we talking about when like will when... pro when will pro sports allow capacity fans at games? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I yeah, because I, I, yeah. I think they'll you can go to a baseball game, but I don't think it'll be at capacity this right. summer. Right. But I think there's so much money in the NFL that it will be September at the latest. I think you'll have full fans by September. Steve? Uh, I'm going to go one year from today. Ooh. <laughs> you sicko. <laughs> Disgusting <laughs> sicko. You're right. Dude, he's probably right, Andy. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know? Yeah. 
Okay, I, I changed mine another... to never. I'm just following the CDC recommended guidelines, buddy. This is what we're doing. Fauci told me to expect it until 2022. I'm I'm optimistic of anything. Yeah. And, and the other the other piece of information is we know that COVID's not real. So really, it's how how much is the government willing to push us until they break us? Yeah. When will the sheep wake up? Yeah. Oh, when will the sheep? God, we don't need that. What are we info wars? God damn it. <laughs> We're banned. It's called me Andy Jones. Greg. <laughs> Get deplatformed as we Turn speak. Turn the frogs gay. <laughs> what's your What's your day, Greg? Yeah. See, I I like your I like both of your calls of like, I think the NFL. It's more likely to start a season to to go right into it than to transition halfway through a year, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like baseball is not going to just be like halfway through, be like, all right, now we're doing full. Right. NFL makes sense. I think maybe NBA is not going to do it because they're always the softest. Yeah. Or most hockey. Thinking, hockey. hockey. When's that? When does that start? Um, October, November. End of the year. Yeah. November. I'm saying November. Write it down. The Boston Bruins. So Andy, September. You're November. I am February. Okay. Actually, what, when will uh, Biden be out of office? Because that's my now. This is this is all a Biden conspiracy. Greg sold me. <laughs> so four years. Um, Change of fucking. He mind. dies in office. Because yeah, it depends <laughs> on when we storm the Capitol. In four years, he stages a coup, remains in office forever. Uh, we're gonna get removed from ideas. Now, is no. it gonna be a coup or is it gonna be a coup d'état? <laughs> uh no a coup d'etat that is, to me is only from certain uh it has to be a coup in a specific region of france otherwise it's just a coup that's not true <laughs> it's like champagne yeah you can only call it champagne no, if it's from you the can champagne have coup d'etat in other countries nope nope it's a book greg come on i'm pretty sure a coup d'etat is like a military one isn't it i'm pretty sure I'm, you're just an idiot yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure my explanation was a joke that you missed. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's a French word. Yes. Because that's how the, that's how the French handle champagne. It can only be called champagne, otherwise it has to be called sparkling wine or whatever the fuck it is. All right. Next week, <sighs> whoever Next week. comes to the podcast with the best sporkle score on Brady's touchdowns, Great. you've already taken it, you fucking cheater. Yeah. And you're gonna so? come with a zero because you're not gonna be there. So okay. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Can you name Super Bowl winners in a row? Starting in which way? Let's start with 2001. No, why are we doing this? Oh, now? Yeah. yeah. I will save this for next week. Okay. <laughs> this has gone on long enough. Do you think you could do it though? From 2001 onwards? Yes. No, yeah. I, I couldn't. Well, I think I, we should go 2020 backwards and see who can go furthest back. Yeah. But we'll do that I, next week. But then you're going to study and you're going to know it. No, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna study. I got time for that. <laughs> if anybody can study, it could be you, Greg. So I'm not worried. About well, that. I already did study. Greg, yeah. Greg, like I didn't watch the game, but I did watch every other Super Bowl going backwards from 2000. Yeah, exactly. So I don't have time to watch a game. Uh, I was like, who, who did the Steelers beat in Big Ben's first? Did Seahawks. I? I had no idea. Yeah, Antoine Randall L scored a touchdown from. Oh, he remember. scored a touchdown, threw a touchdown, threw a touchdown, threw a touchdown yeah. to Heinz Ward. Yeah, or maybe it's the other way around. I don't remember. Um, no, you're right. No, I was right. Uh, okay. Uh, next week, though, on the podcast, trivia week. week 14. 
Trivia week, yes. Trivia week. Do you want me? Uh, to, do you want to put together some trivia for you guys? Yeah, and here's I here's spent a lot trivia. of time on Sporkle, anyways. Here, let, let's let's do this. Uh, here's the trivia question for you, just to warm you up. Uh, what okay. is next week? Next week is 2003, week 14. Um, a Tuesday. Let a Wednesday. Me, let, a Thursday. Are <laughs> <laughs> we getting hotter or colder? <laughs> the game next week in 2003, week 14 is the polar opposite. If you will, that is your clue. Um, ice cap game. I know what game it is. Ice cap. I know. Brushki in the snow, throwing yeah, snow. Yeah, it is. Miami Dolphins coming to town. Visit the the now ten and two New England Patriots, killing it. Still have a loss. See, I'm telling my you, Sporkle season. makes my brain better. Doesn't Shout out Sporkle.com. Can we do ads for Sporkle? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we already are. So I mean. Yeah. I don't know why you're asking the question. But yes, all right. So next week, um, Patriots versus the Dolphins in the snow. We all remember this game too. Another game with a name. Game with a name. That's a good call. I like that too. Uh, If you have any... We should uh, highlight... Yeah, we should highlight games with names on like the podcast listings. Okay. So if people want to like walk, like listen sort of to fucking a specific- marketing genius, Greg, get the fuck out of here. You boys are fucking Looks like me. I if struck have, a nerve, huh, Andy? <laughs> if you have any uh, marketing tips or sporkle suggestions or um, or if you just want to tell one or all of us to shut the fuck up, you can mm-hmm. text the Dynasty hotline. Anybody remember? Pop quiz. What's five, the five, number? Five, 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 five. Hey, is Indiana Jones there? <laughs> no, motherfucker, he's not real. <laughs> 603 505 505 for three, Troy Brown. For three. Troy Brown. Three. I got pictures. Troy Brown's corner. fucking sick in a, a basket. He definitely would do that too. Yeah. Okay. Cor- corner three for sure. Mm. I need a mnemonic device. Yeah. I just gave you one. Troy yeah, Brown I know, for three but for the five hundred five though. SOS. Save our season. Troy Brown for three. Save our season. We've been over this. Me and Z Brown have been workshopping this for weeks. It has taken me a long time. Yeah. 603 505 8043. Shoot us a text. Oh, I found a good one, guys. Good. Can you name the Patriots statistical leaders of the 2010s? No. Yes. Yards, rushing yards, Top 10 in each category. This is going to be awesome. I just I just figured out the next three days of my life. Until next week, we will see you later. Sacks. I don't know. Could be anybody. See you later, you fucking idiot.